Enjoy the holiday season with the people you're stuck with. Today I'm talking about The Holdovers. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i am talking about alexander payne's most recent movie the holdovers which just won a couple of golden globes for acting which is fantastic including uh, paul giamatti for best actor which is uh, could be a sign of things to come in the in the oscars which is great since giamatti has been a stalwart um for as long as i've seen him on screen uh yeah but this movie is great and i'll get into the reasons why starting right now so without further ado let's get started The pervasive American image of the holiday season is defined by two things, joy and family, which makes sense. It's a time of year when people get together to have meals, maybe see relatives they don't always see, and exchange gifts. While there are plenty of movies or media that address the tension that comes with seeing family, whom you may have strange relationships with, there aren't many movies that fe- about feeling truly alone on Christmas. And we're not talking the accidental home alone scenario, we're talking victims of circumstance or people with family situations rough enough to warrant steering clear. So leave it to Alexander Payne to make a movie about those people in The Holdovers. Taking place in 1970, the movie centers around Paul Hunnam, Paul Giamatti, the strict classics professor at Barton Academy, who's been given the dubious job of watching the school's holdovers, or or boys with nowhere to go, over the holiday season with the cafeteria admin Mary Lamb, hugely ironic name I know. But when all but one of the boys, Angus, are whisked whisked off to a ski resort, Hunnam, Angus, and Mary slowly but surely begin to warm and open up to one another in potentially life-changing ways. In my roundup of my favorite films from 2023, I said that The Holdovers fits right into Alexander Payne's wheelhouse of middle-aged crises films, and that's mostly due to Paul Giamatti's Paul Hunnam. Hunnam is a type, to say the least. He's ludicrously strict with his students, calls them all idiots, and speaks about life as if he's actually lived it. When, in actuality, he's back at the school he went to growing up and has no family or connections to speak of. Unlike a lot of Payne's other protagonists, though, he doesn't seem to see this as a problem. He sees the world around him as the problem. And here's the thing. In a lot of ways, he's right. A lot of the boys at this school are pampered rich boys who need someone, anyone, to be harder on them to prepare them for anything resembling life. They also treat things like not getting into the school of their choice as the end of the world, when there's Mary, whose son died in Vietnam because he didn't have any college options. This is part of why the movie takes place when it does. However, Hunnam is also stupidly cocksure that he knows everything everything about everything, when in reality, he's a hermit living in his own little world. So it takes Angus's defiant rebellion and curiosity and Mary's emotional directness to cut through that exterior. This is the kind of part that's perfect for Paul Giamatti, since he can spout off nonsense about Cicero or other dead Greek and Roman philosophers in a perfectly pretentious voice, while also fumbling over himself as he tries to de-escalate a situation with a wounded Vietnam vet in the same cadence. It could be an Oscar-winning turn from him. And Angus and Mary each have their own emotional burdens that they're working through. Angus is stuck at the school because his mother decided now was the time for a honeymoon with her new husband, and Mary is still grieving her son. Both parts are performed just as well as Giamatti's Hunnam. 
Dominic Sessa's Angus is great because he's kind of a little shit who seems to want to argue and contradict everyone, but he's also far more empathetic and kind than anyone might expect. See him comforting a kid who's having a bad dream and afraid of being made fun of. He's a good kid. You just have to get through some of the rough edges, which makes a lot more sense when you learn about his family situation. Likewise, Devine Joy Randolph is the best version of this character type. On paper, the wise-cracking black woman who works in the cafeteria sounds like a disaster waiting to happen, but what makes it work is both how it's written and how Randolph plays it. Functionally, Mary is the voice of reason, which is undercut properly by the fact that she is an emotional mess herself after her son's death. So she might be able to point out how insensitive Paul is towards Angus, but it's just as likely to have a drunken breakdown as everyone else. Randolph also plays this perfectly by delivering every line with just a world-weary deadpan. There's no malice when she calls the students little shits, for instance. It's just a statement of fact. That's the core and appeal of this movie. Three damaged people trying to cope and perhaps grow and find comfort in each other over the holidays. Very awkwardly, of course. It's a series of misadventures that unwraps each of their issues and insecurities until they function like something resembling a family unit. This is right in Alexander Payne's wheelhouse, whether he's switching between our three leads at a party as they encounter their each, uh, each encounter their own bit of discomfort, or their subdued cartoon vibe of Angus leading Paul on a chase around the school that leads to an awkward payoff. In short, the movie is prickly but warm, and I think it's great. The verdict is, it's a gem. Well-written, brilliantly acted, and wonderfully human, The Holdovers is the best ho anti-holiday movie in a long time. 8 out of 10. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.